I need to start over? Do, okay, I'm going to start over just for the sake of our, you're going to have to just hear the last minute again. I didn't think my wife had a chance to start the video. All right, so, so the audio. So I, Isaiah 49, verse 16. So the Bible says, Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. And so we're going to talk about this subject in the master's hands. Some thoughts on being in the master's hands. And the first of those thoughts is this. We are graven on both of God's hands. Both, not just one of them. You know, there is a difference between being in somebody's hands, think about it, than being on them. You ever thought about that? You know, just a simple preposition. And my mind is like flooded now with that because I, you know, I took this professional test a minute ago, uh, did well on it, thank the Lord. But, you know, there was questions about one of them actually is this a preposition. And so, so, so it changes the dynamic of what's in or on the hand, depending on that, on that preposition. And so if something, think about it, if something's in your hand, it can fall off, can it? If it's just kind of in your hand. Uh, get away, it could get away, it could get lost. But if it's permanently graven, if it's on your hand, uh, like a cut or something of that nature, that's not going away. Are you following me? It's there to stay, yes? And so that Hebrew word, by the way, for graven, has the idea of to cut in, to inscribe, to set, to trace, to print, stamp, or to mark out. That's the idea of that uh, 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 graven on, on his hands. And that speaks really then of God's full embrace. Amen? It, it speaks of the fact that he knows us fully. He loves us fully. You know, I think about how a two-fisted grip, for example, on a bat or uh, on a sword or on some tool is always better than a one-fisted grip, isn't it? You know, you can have more precision with two hands. Most doctors, they ain't going to have a, one in their pocket and they over here working on somebody. You know, they'll usually have both hands engaged in the process or guiding the robot even. Sometimes they'll do robotic type of a, but their hands are involved in one way or another. And usually this part of their hands, they're not going to operate on you on the back of their hands. So the palms are very instrumental in doing some kind of work that way. I'll talk about that in a second. But one hand steadies the other one, doesn't it? You know, two hands tenderly holding a loved one's shoulder or face, for example, is always sweeter than one, isn't it? Don't give me no halfway hug. You, be doing, you know, you're going to hug me. I want give me the little bear hug, right? Okay. And, and so, see, when, we, when we're on the Lord's hands, not just in his hands, he doesn't have to clutch or hold on to us to keep us. We're there. He can, he's free to do whatever he wants with his hands. We're always with him, even when his hands are open. Think about that. You know, while he does his work or while he does what he does, he's, we're always there. We're, we're not hidden until uh, he closes his hands, but we're, 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 you know, we're available for him to always see. We're always available to him and others to see it on his hands. Notice the second part of this text, as I read earlier, says, Thy walls are continually before me. Here he's talking about the city of Jerusalem. And, and the walls of a city are, are a big feature of the security and so forth of that city. Are you with me on that? So thy walls are continually before me. So, so what is the significance then of the palms? This is the second thing I want to talk about. What's the significance of the palm? Just a short verse again. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. In Isaiah 49, 16. You know, when we think of a man's palms, think about that. We think of the part of the body that accomplishes work, don't we? That's what we think about. We, we think about that which holds and comforts even an upset child. The palms also take care of the man himself. 
Uh, He washes his face and his body. He wraps a wound. He ties his shoes with the same palms and the fingers, does he not? Yes, our master, his same nail-scarred hands, amen? They comfort us, they wash us, they heal all of his children. Aren't you glad about that? Somebody say amen. Amen. You know, the palms, think about it. They're, They're what we see when a man wants to stop us in our tracks. He don't be, you know, nowadays they be like, show me the back of the hand. You know, you know that little thing they do. But, but for the most part, they put the, I don't know, maybe that's old. I'm, I'm OG, so, you know, maybe that was like 10 years ago they did that. I don't know, they don't, they don't do it no more. But it is what it is. So, but, but, but nonetheless, uh, this is an um, internationally recognized symbol. Stop. Yes? Okay, stop in your tracks. And so people recognize that, and they use the palm as that designation. The palm is what's visible to you when somebody wants to stop you for whatever reason, okay? And so, and maybe even to redirect your steps. They may go, mm, and they may go, mm. That means stop and go that way, okay? All done with the palm, very interesting. Every morning, I I drive to my school, and there are these very friendly, ultra friendly, (laughs) uh, crossing guards dressed in the yellow, you know, things that they have on and what have you. And they wave at everybody that passes, uh, literally everybody that passes by every morning. I thought I was real special. I thought he was waving at me, he waved at everybody. <laughs> so it is what it is. But they always wave this way, the palms shown, gloves on or otherwise, but it's always with the palm. Are you hearing me today? And so the palms are what we see when people want to uh, direct us or stop us or whatever the case may be. And so the palms, think about it too are also the secret place where we hide stuff. Uh, Thieves do this for all the wrong reasons, of course, but but good people, they have noble purposes. And so we can pass a secret note of encouragement. Uh, We can give a piece of candy or something, uh, or or a piece of money to the needy. We can sneak a little piece of candy to a hurting child, or or we can put uh, or pat somebody on the back Uh, when nobody else is watching. Are you following me? All that's done with the palm of the hand. So I'll just close with some thoughts here. You know, in a master's hands, think about this, a rusty nail becomes a glistening sword, doesn't it? Uh, In a master's hands, a lump of clay becomes a beautiful vase. In a master's seamstress hands, plain white cloth and silk, become a $10,000 wedding dress, do they not? In a chef master's hands, simple ingredients become a meal fit for kings and queens, yes? In a master jeweler's hands, a rough, jagged gem becomes a brilliant, shining jewel. In in a boat maker uh, master's hands, a useless, crooked tree becomes a million-dollar yacht. In a master engineer's hands, wires, diodes, capacitors, and circuit boards become a life-saving medical device. Yes, in the master's hands, we also, we find rest, we find comfort, we find protection, we find guidance, and all these wonderful things, my friend, happen in the master's hands. Somebody give the Lord some praise today, amen? We're so happy about that. All right, so with that, we'll, um, we're going to just give me just a quick break if you want to grab some coffee.